section eight of egypt africa and arabia this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world's story volume three egypt africa and arabia edited by eva march tappan section eight how the egyptians amused themselves by sir j gardner wilkinson the most usual games within doors were odd and even mora and draughts for the first of which called by the romans ludere par et impar they used bones nuts beans almonds or shells and any indefinite number was held between the two hands the game of mora was common in ancient as well as modern italy and was played by two persons who each simultaneously threw out the fingers of one hand while one party guessed the sum of both they were said in latin micari digitus and this game still so common among the lower orders of italians existed in egypt about four thousand years ago in the reigns of the osirtasans the same or even a greater antiquity may be claimed for the game of draughts or as it has been erroneously called chess as in the two former the players sat on the ground or on chairs and the pieces or men being ranged in line at either end of the tables moved on a checkered board as in our own chess and draughts the pieces were all of the same size and form though they varied on different boards some being small others large with round summits some were surmounted with human heads and many were of a lighter and neater shape like small nine-pins probably the most fashionable kind since they were used in the palace of king ramses these last seem to have been about one inch and a half high standing on a circular base of half an inch in diameter but some are only one inch and a quarter in height and little more than half an inch at the lower end others have been found of ivory one inch and six eighths high and one and an eighth in diameter with a small knob at the top exactly like those represented at beni hassan and the tombs near the pyramids they were about equal in size upon the same board one set black the other white or red or one with round the other with flat heads standing on opposite sides and each player raising it with the finger and thumb advanced his piece towards those of his opponent but though we are unable to say if this was done in a direct or diagonal line there is reason to believe they could not take backwards as in the polish game of draughts the men being mixed together on the board it was an amusement common in the houses of the lower classes as in the mansions of the rich and king rameses is himself portrayed on the walls of his palace at thebes engaged in the game of draughts with the ladies of his household the modern egyptians have a game of draughts very similar in the appearance of the men to that of their ancestors which they call dama 
and play much in the same manner as our own analogous to the game of odd and even was one in which two of the players held a number of shells or dice in their closed hands over a third person who knelt between them with his face towards the ground and who was obliged to guess the combined number ere he could be released from this position another game consisted in endeavouring to snatch from each other a small hoop by means of hooked rods probably of metal and the success of a player seems to have depended on extricating his own from an adversary's rod and then snatching up the hoop before he had time to stop it there were also two games of which the boards with the men are in the possession of dr abbott one is eleven inches long by three and a half and has ten spaces or squares in three rows the other twelve squares at the upper end or four squares in three rows and a long line of eight squares below forming an approach to the upper part like the arrangement of german tactics the men in the drawer of the board are of two shapes one set ten the other nine in number other games are represented in the paintings but not in a manner to render them intelligible and many which were doubtless common in egypt are omitted both in the tombs and in the writings of ancient authors the dice discovered at thebes and other places may not be of a pharaonic period but from the simplicity of their form we may suppose them similar to those of the earliest age in which too the conventional number of six sides had probably always been adopted they were marked with small circles representing units generally with a dot in the centre and were of bone or ivory varying slightly in size plutarch shows that dice were a very early invention in egypt and acknowledged to be so by the egyptians themselves since they were introduced into one of their oldest mythological fables mercury being represented playing at dice with the moon previous to the birth of osiris and winning from her the five days of the epoch which were added to complete the three hundred and sixty-five days of the year it is probable that several games of chance were known to the egyptians besides dice and mora and as with the romans that many a doubtful mind sought relief in the promise of success by having recourse to fortuitous combinations of various kinds and the custom of drawing or casting lots was common at least as early as the period of the hebrew exodus the games and amusements of children were such as tended to promote health by the exercise of the body and to divert the mind by laughable entertainments throwing and catching the ball running leaping and similar feats were encouraged as soon as their age enabled them to indulge in them and a young child was amused with painted dolls whose hands and legs moving on pins were made to assume various positions by means of strings some of these were of rude form without legs or with an imperfect representation of a single arm on one side some had numerous beads in imitation of hair hanging from the doubtful place of the head others exhibited a nearer approach to the form of a man and some made with considerable attention to proportion were small models of the human figure 
they were coloured according to fancy and the most shapeless had usually the most gaudy appearance being intended to catch the eye of an infant sometimes a man was figured washing or kneading dough who was made to work by pulling a string and a typhonian monster or a crocodile amused a child by its grimaces or the motion of its opening mouth in the toy of the crocodile we have sufficient evidence that the notion of this animal not moving its lower jaw and being the only creature which brings the upper one down to the lower is erroneous like other animals it moves the lower jaw only but when seizing its prey it throws up its head which gives an appearance of motion in the upper jaw and has led to the mistake the game of ball was of course generally played out of doors it was not confined to children nor to one sex though the mere amusement of throwing and catching it appears to have been considered more particularly adapted to women they had different modes of playing sometimes a person unsuccessful in catching the ball was obliged to suffer another to ride on her back who continued to enjoy this post until she also missed it the ball being thrown by an opposite player mounted in the same manner and placed at a certain distance according to the space previously agreed upon and from the beast of burden office of the person who had failed the same name was probably applied to her as to those in the greek game who were called ovoi asses and were obliged to submit to the commands of the victor sometimes they caught three or more balls in succession the hands occasionally crossed over the breast they also threw it up to a height and caught it like the greek ovoavia our sky-ball and the game described by homer to have been played by hollius and laodamus in the presence of alcinous was known to them in which one party threw the ball as high as he could and the other leaping up caught it on its fall before his feet again touched the ground when mounted on the backs of the losing party the egyptian women sat sidewise their dress consisted merely of a short petticoat without a body the loose upper robe being laid aside on these occasions it was bound at the waist with a girdle supported by a strap over the shoulder and was nearly the same as the undress garb of mourners worn during the funeral lamentation on the death of a friend the balls were made of leather or skin sewed with string crosswise in the same manner as our own and stuffed with bran or husks of corn and those which have been found at thebes are about three inches in diameter others were made of string or of the stalks of rushes plaited together so as to form a circular mass and covered like the former with leather they appear also to have had a smaller kind of ball probably of the same materials and covered like many of our own with slips of leather of a rhomboidal shape sewed together longitudinally and meeting in a common point at both ends each alternate slip being of a different colour but these have been only met with in pottery in one of their performances of strength and dexterity two men stood together side by side and placing one arm forward and the other behind them held the hands of two women who reclined backwards in opposite directions with their whole weight pressed against each other's feet and in this position were whirled round the hands of the men who held them being occasionally crossed in order more effectually to guarantee the steadiness of the centre on which they turned
sometimes two men seated back to back on the ground at a given signal tried who should rise first from that position without touching the ground with the hand and in this too there was probably the trial who should first make good his seat upon the ground from a standing position another game consisted in throwing a knife or pointed weapon into a block of wood in which each player was required to strike his adversaries or more probably to fix his own in the centre or at the circumference of a ring painted on the wood and his success depended on being able to ring his weapon most frequently or approach most closely to the line conjuring appears also to have been known to them at least thimble-rig or the game of cups under which a ball was put while the opposite party guessed under which of four it was concealed the egyptian grandees frequently admitted dwarfs and deformed persons into their household originally perhaps from a humane motive or from some superstitious regard for men who bore the external character of one of their principal gods Sokari osiris the misshapen deity of memphis but whatever may have given rise to the custom it is a singular fact that already as early as the age of osirtasen or about four thousand years ago the same fancy of attaching these persons to their suite existed among the egyptians as at rome and even in modern europe till a late period the games of the lower orders and of those who sought to invigorate the body by active exercises consisted of feats of agility and strength wrestling was a favourite amusement and the paintings of beni hassan present all the varied attitudes and modes of attack and defence of which it is susceptible and in order to enable the spectator more readily to perceive the position of the limbs of each combatant the artist has availed himself of a dark and light colour and even ventured to introduce alternately a black and red figure it is probable that like the greeks they anointed the body with oil when preparing for these exercises and they were entirely naked with the exception of a girdle apparently of leathern thongs the two combatants generally approached each other holding their arms in an inclined position before the body and each endeavoured to seize his adversary in the manner best suited to his mode of attack it was allowable to take hold of any part of the body the head the neck or legs and the struggle was frequently continued on the ground after one or both had fallen a mode of wrestling common also to the greeks they also fought with the single stick the hand being apparently protected by a basket or guard projecting over the knuckles and on the left arm they wore a straight piece of wood bound on with straps serving as a shield to ward off their adversary's blow they do not however appear to have used the cestus nor to have known the art of boxing though in one group of beni hassan the combatants appear to strike each other nor is there an instance in any of these contests of the greek sign of acknowledging defeat which was by holding up a finger in token of submission and it was probably done by the egyptians with a word it is also doubtful if throwing the discus or quoit was an egyptian game but there appears to be one instance of it in a king's tomb of the nineteenth dynasty 
one of their feats of strength or dexterity was lifting weights and bags full of sand were raised with one hand from the ground and carried with a straight arm over the head and held in that position mock fights were also an amusement particularly among those of the military class who were trained to the fatigues of war by these manly recreations one party attacked a temporary fort and brought up the battering ram under cover of the testudo another defended the walls and endeavoured to repel the enemy others in two parties of equal numbers engaged in single stick or the more usual neboot a pole wielded with both hands and the pugnacious spirit of the people is frequently alluded to in the scenes portrayed by their artists the use of the neboot seems to have been as common among the ancient as among the modern egyptians and the quarrels of villages were often decided or increased as at present by this efficient weapon crews of boats are also represented attacking each other with the earnestness of real strife some are desperately wounded and being felled by their more skilful opponents are thrown headlong into the water and the truth of herodotus's assertion that the heads of the egyptians were harder than those of other people seems fully justified by the scenes described by their own draughtsmen it is fortunate that their successors have inherited this peculiarity in order to bear the violence of the turks and their own combats many singular encounters with sticks are mentioned by ancient authors among these may be noticed one at primus the city of mars described by herodotus when the votaries of the deity presented themselves at the gates of the temple their entrance was obstructed by an opposing party and all being armed with sticks they commenced a rude combat which ended not merely in the infliction of a few severe wounds but even as the historian affirms in the death of many persons on either side bull-fights were also among their sports which were sometimes exhibited in the dromos or avenue leading to the temples as at memphis before the temple of vulcan and prizes were awarded to the owner of the victorious combatant great care was taken in training the bulls for this purpose strabo says as much as is usually bestowed on horses and herdsmen were not loath to allow or encourage an occasional fight for the love of the exciting and popular amusement they did not however condemn culprits or captives taken in war to fight with wild beasts for the amusement of an unfeeling assembly nor did they compel gladiators to kill each other and gratify a depraved taste by exhibitions revolting to humanity their great delight was in amusements of a lively character as music dancing buffoonery and feats of agility and those who excelled in gymnastic exercises were rewarded with prizes of various kinds end of section eight this recording is in the public domain